G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. A biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. This is 2020 on Vision. Well, as we do on a Tuesday, we like to check in with uh, Greg Bonda from Christian Voice Australia, a national think tank and advocacy group for families, liberty and faith. Greg, a special welcome back to 2020. Delighted to be with you again, Neil. Uh, Greg, let's start with something that's happening right now as we are speaking, uh, something that people are describing as an alternative to the World Economic Forum Uh, Being introduced this week, it's called the ARC, the Alliance for Responsible Citizenship. And we've got some of our best-known political identities uh, who are at the helm of this. Uh, What's your appreciation of what's going on this week? Yeah, thank you, Neil, for mentioning that, because I've been following the ARC now since uh, early June this year. Now, this is a fundamental worldwide body, Neil, that really is looking at how best how best we can have a better world where every citizen can prosper, contribute and flourish in their own particular economy. And we've got notables such as John Anderson, you've got Tony Abbott, John Howard involved. And of course, Neil, it was started by a chap called Jordan Peterson. And everybody knows Jordan Peterson. But look, really, this is a great countervailing force that's needed in our world today, which is very much woke very much anti-Christian and attacks the Judeo-Christian foundations that we all learn to live by now. So the World Economic Forum that we have talked about and had a lot of uh, commentary uh, which has been very critical of the World Economic Forum and the way it has presented ideas, but this new Mm. one, uh, seeking solutions which draw on humanity's highest virtues and extraordinary capacity for innovation and ingenuity. It's uh, it's taking a different sort of a focus uh, to to how you might resolve some of the challenges in the world. Uh, absolutely right, Neil. And it, it is a new movement. Let's not kid ourselves. It's a new movement. It's an international movement. It has representations from various economies, uh, countries. That is so. So it's going to be well represented, but it is a vision for a hopeful future, Neil. And that's what it's all about. And I think they're meeting as we speak. They started yesterday. They're meeting today and tomorrow. I've got some friends that are over there in London at the moment that are uh, uh, attending. And also a good friend of mine, Vishal Magawaldi, has been invited to attend as well. So it's got some very good representation, Neil. Uh, You know, drawn together, uh, it's a unique alliance from around the world, and it's not just about politics. Uh, This is interesting, politics, business, the arts and culture. So there's a sort of a holistic uh, focus on where this group's going, and the sort of people that they've got uh, represented there around the table do represent all of those dimensions. Yeah, absolutely, Neil. And and the important thing here is that, you know, you've got input from, as you said, cultural, political, economic, religious, uh, and I think it's so important that when you come together, you've got a new movement, a movement that will give us a visionary hope 
for the future as uh, as we look at the way that we're, you know, moving forward in this particular age of wokeism, Neil. Well, I think we're going to hear a whole lot more about it. It's called the mm. Alliance for Responsible Citizenship, or ARC, an alternative to the WEF, the World Economic Forum. Uh, we'll no doubt hear some more about that in the coming times. Hey, you've been looking at a whole bunch of uh, good mm. issues, Greg Bondar. In fact, you've done a book review on a new book that's out called Average Joe, the Coach Joe Kennedy story, and he's going to be a guest of yours, but uh, there's a new book that's out. Uh, What's so important about Average Joe? Neil, this is a fundamental book that I'm going to recommend to everybody because, quite frankly, here's a chap that used to be in the Marine Corps, uh, decided to go into being a football coach, And before he started coaching, he made a commitment to himself, Neil, and made a commitment to God that he would give thanks at the conclusion of each game uh, for what the players had accomplished and for the opportunity to be part of their living world. Now, what happened, Neil, was some years ago, and that's important, in fact, eight years ago, he did something that was unacceptable to the school board. In other words, good old Joe, what he did was kneeled and prayed, and guess what happened? Uh, Well, he was probably uh, dragged before the courts. (laughs) Absolutely, and he went before the Supreme uh, in in the US and kneeled. Back on June 27, 2022, the Supreme Court court ruled in favour of Coach Kennedy, and he was actual fact reinstated. March 8, 2023, this year. So what a victory for religious freedom, Neil. Uh, Interesting, isn't it? Because that whole idea of kneeling to pray and uh, some align that with the taking a knee, and we might recall how that took off uh, with the Black Lives Matter movement, uh, which was, uh, you know, apparently quite acceptable and uh, sports fields became political uh, places of uh, making your uh, a political comment, uh, but a Christian uh, takes a knee or bows a knee to pray, yeah. and uh, and then that's not that's not looked on uh, well, and uh, and so getting dragged before the courts. There's a bit of a contrast there, isn't there? And that's again this sort of woke environment that we tend to live in. Yeah, isn't it interesting that you make that point, Neil? Because here you got the Black Lives Matter, and you take a knee, you know, for 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 you know B- BLM. And uh, that sort of was a wrong thing to do in a particular sporting environment. But in this case, where, for example, Joe says, I'm going to pray and take a knee and pray, everybody is against him. So isn't it interesting that how society, the media, are very quick to jeopardise the the faith of people because they take a knee to bow uh, and, and pray? So, look, Neil, the problem we've got here is that this win is significant for everyone here in Australia and worldwide because, quite frankly, it establishes the fact that religious liberty is important and we need to ensure that we're protected. So this is a great win from a legal perspective and, of course, a Christian perspective. And, of course, uh, great leaders are often uh, accelerated into their great leadership uh, positions because they take the heat on very controversial things uh, like uh, bowing the knee and uh, bowing a knee before God. So uh, there's certainly leadership there. And, of course, now he's got his book. It's a, a global oh. release. I think it's been released just this past week. Correct. 
Yeah, correct, Neil. And one of the, October 24th, actually. But, Neil, I have to tell you, if you want to read an inspirational story, a moving story, something that's going to move your heart and your faith, you've got to read it. And I said, I don't, I don't make any money out of this, Neil, but I do have him as my guest. Uh, on November the 14th and 8 p.m. And he's, come, he's talking to me from uh, the USA, so it'll be a great webinar. And, Neil, it brings tears to your eyes, I have to tell you. Okay. Uh, we'll try and mention that webinar that's coming up on the 14th of November, uh, 8 p.m. I imagine that's uh, Eastern Daylight Saving Time yep. uh, for listeners to be able to connect, and I'll give the website where they can connect. Hey, some more websites blocked to protect Australians against illegal online gambling. You've been following this along closely. Yeah, Neil, I had been following it. You know I'm an anti-gambler from a, uh, a number of perspectives. As I said, my dad was a gambler. It caused a lot of heartache for our family. But that aside, I am so pleased that the Australian Communication and Media Authority, Neil, the ACMA, have decided to actually take action against uh, online gambling uh, internet sites that are not only illegal, but also bring a lot of heartache to families, to individuals. So, in point of fact, these two companies breached the Interactive Cam Gambling Act of 2001, and I'm so pleased that we're just going to save thousands and thousands of Australians from being uh, caught up in this, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, sort of environment of gambling and thinking that they're going to win. So this is a great move for Australia now. Well, any time we watch a sporting match uh, on television, you know that there are all sorts of advertisements for gambling organisations. Uh, some are concerned, Greg, and I'll get your perspective here, that yeah. there is some level of, like, pandemic levels uh, of gambling. And, of course, uh, it captivates the hearts, especially of young men. Uh, thoughts here around the, the levels? I mean, you know, I know is pandemic yeah. a, a too strong a word? Yeah. No, look, interestingly, the Australian Institute of Family Studies just recently came out with a report. Now, you'll, you'll love this. The gambling industry has spent, in a period of 12 months now, over $1 million on online gambling advertisements. And that is pathetic. I think that's pandemic levels. So what that means is that, you know, online gambling is being promoted. You watch the Daily News. Have a look at the online gambling ads. And it's going to the heart of the family, into their lounge rooms where kids are watching it, mums and dads. And I'm so pleased that the, the, the Institute has released these figures because, you know, as you know, uh, gambling will be controlled in, in the next two to three years because of a federal government review that was taking place uh, earlier this year. So, Neil, good news, but I've got to keep stressing, stay away from gambling because it only causes heartache for families and individuals. Uh, let me take you into a dimension uh, that I guess is rarely explored, uh, just for your thought here, because mm. uh, while there are legal online gambling outlets in Australia, and, and as you say, regulated uh, here in Australia, uh, there is a lot of illegal gambling outlets and uh, there are a lot of perhaps young people who might just be a little naive and getting sucked into some of those sorts of things. But does even the presence of legal online gambling outlets actually exacerbate the likelihood that some young person is going to be taken into illegal uh, online gambling and not be protected by Australian laws uh, when they get scammed and ripped off? Yeah. Exactly the point that you make is, is what, what I've been making in the media. Neil, since November 2019, 863 illegal gambling 
uh, websites had been blocked because they are illegal. So what happens is, okay, you've got the legitimate gambling on-site gambling websites available, but that will lead you to ones that are illegal. And therefore, what happens there is there's no protection. And, and what happens to the young ones, the individuals, there's, there's, there's a sudden urge to try and win your money back. And now it's not happening, you know. And unfortunately, websites need to be blocked. So I take my hat off to ACMA for doing that because, uh, you know, we don't want illegal websites. We don't want unlicensed and unregulated websites. And of course, we don't want illegal uh, publishing advertisements. So, Neil, good all around. But again, don't bet. You'll never lose. In other words, I've got a campaign, Neil, which you know, all bets off. <laughs> okay. But, you know, two more illegal sites blocked. Um, no doubt there's plenty more there. Uh, if you come across those, I guess uh, somehow or other you can uh, report that, or I don't know, mm. to the uh, you know the Australian uh, Communications and Media Authority, as you mentioned. Uh, so uh, for listeners, just to be, I guess, a little vigilant because you might have mm. you might have children growing into teenagers and young adults, and they might be prone to gambling. Hey, let's uh, cast our yeah. vision across the seas. Uh, quite a significant thing that's happened in the United States. Uh, a guy named Mike Johnson has been elected the House Speaker for the U.S. House of Representatives. And uh, he's a rock-solid, you might say, on-fire Christian. Uh, what are your perceptions of Mike Johnson? Uh, well, I, all I've got to say is that, uh, you know, this is a godly man, and I think many prayers have been answered, particularly in the USA, Neil. You know that uh, that the that there are a lot of woke uh, politicians there, uh, anti-Christian and, and the anti-Judeo-Christian foundation. All of a sudden, you've got the Speaker of the House, a Southern Baptist uh, Convention uh, president said that um, this is a passionate, godly and prayerfully follower of Jesus Christ. So he's a wonderful man. But more importantly, Neil, what you've got here is a sense of a balance being brought into the US politics. And I think that's so important because what, what we need here is that you know, you and I both know that um, what he said when he first speech, and I love this, he says, I don't believe uh, there are any coincidences in a matter like this. In other words, I think there was divine intervention. He's been appointed there, and it's going to be some real godly perspective and uh, to, to the US uh, government. So, Neil, let's keep praying for this chap. He's a wonderful man and a, a, a Baptist. So, Mike Johnson... Welcome to the world of politics as speaker, you know. And to be so public with his faith, uh, undoubtedly, and of course uh, the speaker, a very important role in United States governance, uh, no doubt that as a Christian, and because, you know, as Christians, we do, we get locked into a position because we pick up godly wisdom on how these sort of ethical understandings on a whole lot of different areas happen. Uh, no doubt he'll probably be uh, the target of a whole lot of accusation and attack in the coming times. I'm just anticipating that's likely to come. But, you know, what are your thoughts? I mean, you're so public uh, with your Christian yeah. faith and you have such a high, prominent and powerful position. Yes, of course, there's probably going to be attacks. Well, guess what, Neil? I just read this morning. The Democrats are out to get him. They've already accused him that he's too religious. He's going to not bring balance to to. To, to, to the job as speaker, he's already under attack. The media have attacked him. So, Neil, get ready for a Christian that's going to be persecuted. But you know what? 
our prayers will win in the end. Because you see, he's a man that says, okay, I'm a Christian. But I want to talk about things like limited government intervention, the rule of law, uh, fiscal responsibility, free market, human dignity, and get away from all that woke rubbish that the, that the others have been talking about. So he's a man that's not only a Christian, but really wants to bring some economic value to the role as well. And, of course, uh, getting into now what will be an election year ahead uh, in U.S. politics uh, with him as part of the mix of what is central there, uh, that's going to be a very interesting take as well. Hey, Greg Bondar, great getting your insights once again. Just to mention, you've got a webinar coming up with that, uh, the author, the, the coach, uh, yep. Now, that webinar is coming up uh, this on the 14th, I think it is, the 14th yep. of November. Yep. Uh, that's a Tuesday evening, 8 p.m. Australian Eastern Daylight Saving Time. For listeners, if you wanted to lock into that yep. webinar, uh, you can also connect with Greg Bondar at christianvoiceaustralia.blog. christianvoiceaustralia.blog. Uh, Christian Voice Australia, a national think tank and advocacy group for families, liberty and faith. Greg Bondar, thanks so much for another great update today on 2020. Thank you, Neil, and bless you for the work that you do as well. Thanks for taking time to listen to this audio on demand from Vision Christian Media. To find out more about us, go to vision.org.au.